Hey y'all, it's me. I'm back. Like I never left. Well, remember when I said in my last episode that I wanted to discuss what was going on with Benzino and this whole outing situation with the transgender and before that it was the Red Roof Inn scandal. So for those who aren't following what I'm talking about, Benzino used to be, I don't know if he owned the uh, hip-hop platform magazine called The Source, um, or he was like co-owner, or he was a contributor or editor, I forgot, but he was a part of the industry. He was what we call one of the, I don't want to say influencers, but... He was one of the people who contributed to hip-hop in the early 2000s and in a way of, like, he provided commentary, he provided a platform. He was one of those people who gave his voice in an influential way in what was going on with the culture. Um, so... Something happened with that venture in that it was once successful. You know what? I think I think what happened was he was beefing with Eminem. And, you know, Eminem is a very powerful figure in hip-hop. He's, a, he's one of the... He's considered one of the, the goats of rap. And he's, you know, top tier. So he's very powerful. One of the best-selling rap artists ever. So, I'm not saying he has something to do with it or whatever, but the source got shut down and <laughs> after that beef. And that was all he or she wrote when it came to Benzino and his legacy with that. Um, he never really bounced back. He never really recovered. According to his daughter, who is currently a rapper, and she's, you know, making waves now, they lost everything. They were once you know, in a very cushy spot financially, and then they weren't after the source went belly up. So with that came a lot of issues. For one, he became notorious for just being kind of a loose cannon. Like his attitude was just crazy. He made a lot of enemies. He's one of those type of men where he just feels like I'm not, I'd rather perish than give you an apology, even if I'm dead ass wrong. And um, yeah, so according to Koi, it was an uphill battle for her to get into the industry because of all the enemies that he made that is still very much relevant. And even before she got on the uh, got in the industry, I forgot to mention this. He was on Love and Hip Hop, and he was uh, I forgot what they called him, Peter Guns and the mother niggas. Uh, but they were some old ass clowns who who really thought that they had it like that. And boy, bye, um, <laughs> somebody gassed them up. Now I'll give Peter Guns this. Peter Guns is handsome. He's handsome and he's slick. So I could see how bitches was kind of on, you know, foolish when it came to him. Cause he he's charismatic. He's handsome. I'm pretty sure his dick game is immaculate. And he, he looked like a nasty freak, so he was probably, you know, eating ass and eating pussy good and sucking toes and all that other shit. So he's one of those type of niggas that 
he's a hoe, but he's going to make you feel like you can fall in love with him and he gonna fall in love with you. And that may be the case, but he's too much of a hoe. Like, so you gotta treat him accordingly. You can't get wrapped up in what he's saying because you're gonna play yourself. This isn't about Peter Guns, but I'm just, <laughs> I was just letting y'all know the type of uh, friends Benzino had and who he was running with. Oh yeah, I think he was with Stevie J too. Or maybe he wasn't with Peter Guns at all. It was Stevie J. I don't know. I haven't watched Love and Hip Hop since like 2012, 2013. Um, I pop in and out, so I don't really, my memory is very shoddy. I didn't pay attention to Benzino because he freaked me out. But anyway, um, he dated some woman named Althea. I think she was like a, someone who had like singing aspirations. I forgot what she she was known for, but long story short, they ended up having a child together. Now, what gets really interesting about his story um, is that he is the image of a hyper-masculine black man. He's very, like, muscle-bound. And he has, like, the type of muscles that look like they were uh, developed in prison. That's no shade, but it's like, he really does have that physique. Like, you could tell there's a clear difference when it comes to niggas who build their their bodies in the gym and niggas who build their bodies because of imprisonment there's this there's definitely an aesthetic that goes with that he has that aesthetic and he hasn't been in prison like that he keeps going to jail because of his attitude and shenanigans but he's he's never really had like a prison stint not that I know of. So he definitely has that aesthetic where he's like muscle bound, thick neck. They they call him no neck Benzino because he has such a thick but short neck that it appears like he doesn't have a neck. But he does have a neck, obviously. <laughs> but uh, anyway, but on top of having that short, thick neck, he has like these broad, brolic shoulders. He's cut. He, he still to this day got like a eight pack, six pack, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, so he takes good care of himself uh, physically and you can tell like that's, that's his thing. But I'm just trying to paint a picture for those who don't know who he is. Um, so he is the picture of a man whom, you know, people would assume is like hyper masculine, hyper um straight hetero and you know and he's been caught several times kind of bashing gays and using the f word um so you for somebody who's kind of ignorant you would you would not think that he'd be dipping his toe in the lgbtq community but ahaha uh, this is where a lot of y'all be getting tripped up on Y'all be getting caught up on that type of image and that type of behavior. And you think that these type of guys don't be in that community. And they definitely do. So we need to stop uh, with this with this thing that we do as a community where we feel... Well, not as a community, as a society. Because this isn't just a black thing. Um, we feel like niggas who are muscle-bound and hyper-masculine can't possibly be gay. They very well can be gay. There's Just because a nigga is gay doesn't mean that he's feminine or he's into gender-bending or anything like that. It could be anybody. That's how sexuality works. 
So I just wanted to put that out there. So when it came out for me, when it came out that he, you know, he'd be involved with men and he'd be involved with trans women. It's not that I was surprised by that. For me, I was just surprised by how it was revealed because it was very sloppy. And he said it even himself that he was trying to remain undercover with it because, you know, he's dealing with a lot of uh, stigmas that come with it, if you will. He's dealing... You know what? Fuck it. He's dealing with situations where he feel like Sorry, I'm trying to park my car on niggas. It's being really aggravating. Um, he's dealing with a situation where his family... He mentioned his dad and how, like, he would be disowned. Mind you, I mean, I was kind of side-eyeing that because I'm like, aren't you, like, 50? Disowned? Nigga, what? Unless your dad has, like, money and you trying not to get written out the will, I don't understand how you would feel like that's, like really something you should be like you know what I mean it's kind of just weird I could see if he said you know my dad is on you know he's old as fuck and I don't want (laughs) I don't want my dad to feel like before he leaves his world his son is a f word you know what I mean I could see if you came from that but this nigga talking about this oh my nigga you old as shit (laughs) like you're gonna be okay you're gonna be okay but anyway um I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> with the Red Roof Inn thing. So, there was, like, footage of him getting kicked out of the Red Roof Inn hotel because he um, he couldn't afford it. Him and his friend, his male friend that he was staying with. So, they actually entered his hotel room as he was, like, gathering his things or in the shower. No, he was in the shower, and they let him know, like, y'all got to leave. Like, y'all been here, like, for a few days, and the the bill is being ran up or whatever. Something was going on, but they had to leave the hotel. And um, they were filming because I guess some – I don't know who was filming, but somebody realized it was Benzino. And they caught him on camera talking to, like, the police or the the hotel manager saying something along the lines of, you know, if we were a black gay couple, y'all, I mean, a white gay couple, gay couple, you wouldn't have treated us this way and, and blase, blase. So people are like, what the fuck? Why would he say that unless he's with that person, you know? So that was the scandal that I felt like was kind of suppressed, surprisingly. Like, not a lot of people talked about it. And that was kind of huge. I only seen, like, a few YouTubers touch up on it. But maybe because people was just so confused and the audio wasn't really definitive. I don't know. But I thought that would be something to talk about. And then we had this situation with um, Shauna. Shauna Brooks, I think that's her name. She's a trans girl. She's a T-girl. And she recorded a phone conversation that she and Benzino were having in that that's when Benzino was discussing his dad and how he could be disowned if it got out. And he's not really um, familiar with, you know, the trans world and he's not experienced with dating a trans woman. He doesn't even watch that type of pornography you know, he's he's not even, like, he. this is him saying he's not even, like, checking for other T-girls. 
Um, so this is very brand new to him and it's not something that he's, you know, ready to open up about. And what was interesting with that conversation, besides what he was actually saying, was just the manner in which he was speaking. And it, you could tell that he was choosing his words very carefully. He was being very respectful of Shauna and her feelings. And he was using, you know, very respectful language in in his communicating, his, you know, his hesitation and his fear and stuff like that. But what, okay, so uh, now that we got caught up with that, now that I'm really, like, dissecting it, that was fucked up for Shauna to expose him like that because I could see if he was calling her a bunch of F-words and saying, um, saying, you know, threatening things to her or, you know, trying to deny and flex and stuff like that. But he was just letting her know, like, yo, I'm not familiar with this world and I'm not experienced with this with this new thing. And so I, there is hesitation and, and you know, with good reason. And this is me empathizing with him. We are in the year 2020, 2022. I always get tripped up with that. 2022. There was a time where something like this, if it got out, he, his safety could have been, you know, very much in question and in danger we are still living in a time where people who are trans and people who engage in trans, their physical safety is a real issue. I, th there, I think, hell, I want to say it seems like every other week we're hearing about a, a black tea girl being beaten to death, being shot, being stabbed. You know, like they're dying at record numbers to the point where I remember last year, it was like a big thing. It was like, yo, protect black trans women. Like, y'all are killing them. And and that was something that I, like I've always said on this podcast before, I consider myself an ally to the LGBTQ community. I remember in high school, which was located in Chelsea, I talked about that, but I do remember in high school reading about so, so many incidents of just bigotry and hate hate crimes and and i mean very violent hate crimes and it's just something that i ain't never with and i i fully acknowledge that we we live in a very interesting time in that on one hand we've made so much progress with this type of you know this type of thing but on the other hand we're still very much in the grips of hate and in the grips of, you know, toxic masculinity and anti-gay, anti-LGBTQ and et cetera, et cetera, to the point where, you know, it's violence. And so we're dealing with increased violence towards women. We're dealing with an increased violence towards trans community, especially the black trans community. And, and it just seems like we're kind of going backwards in a lot of ways with how we treat non white men in this country. So I am going to always stand as an ally and in that regard and that, you know, calling these things out and advocating for more protections, more representation, more um, this, that, and a third. 
and and that's a whole other video I want to talk about when it comes to like trans community because I do feel like there is some some friction with cisgendered women and trans women and you know there's a lot of things that I ain't with when it comes to that situation from the trans side. Like, I do feel like a lot of the trans community collective messaging towards cisgender women is very disrespectful, very um, misogynist towards cisgender women. You know, I could get into that in another day, and I, I definitely plan to unpack that. Um, but anyway, I... Um, Say all that to say that she was fucked up for, for exposing him in that manner when he was just trying to, when he was respectfully communicating. Now, I don't know if, if that was the full audio I heard earlier today, but from what I heard, there was no disrespect. There was no um, anti-language or whatever. So for her to do that to him when he was being vulnerable and respectful, that was really messed up. And... um she, it, it came off very attention-seeking, very clout-chasing for her to do that. She was just trying to, you know, come up off of that situation. I'm pretty sure she's dealt with other men who are in a closet in that manner who were very disrespectful and threatening and stuff like that who need to be exposed on some bullshit like that. But to do that to that dude, I was like, nah, you're wildin'. And I'm not in any shape, way, or form a fan of Benzino. I think he has some serious issues. I think... I fear for anybody who crossed his path because I think he's a, a loose cannon and I wouldn't be surprised, God forbid, but I would not be surprised if, you know, some headlines come out where he's hurt himself or hurt somebody else because he, he really is violent, you know, just the, just the other day, I think it was yesterday or last night, I don't know, but he went up to his baby mama Althea house and got so uncontrollably upset at the fact that she was dating somebody or seeing somebody that he used his literal fist to punch her friend's truck with his bare hands. And they put like two dents in it. And he, you know, it, all of it was caught on camera, not the, the actual uh, hitting of the vehicle, but just his behavior. And that's why I was like deeply disturbed. And I'm like, yo, what is going on? Why are... Why, every time I look up, his name is in the blogs, in these headlines. He's getting caught on video doing this, that, and the third. Like, who, is it, is the, is Koi's label fucking with this dude? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, he, like, what is the agenda here? Because I do think it's an agenda. Because I'm like, why the fuck he keep getting caught up in this shit? Now, I'm not saying that he don't have a, a hand in it. Obviously, they can't work with anything if you're not giving him anything. So he needs to stay out of trouble. He needs to calm the fuck down. But what I am saying is it's just the, the messaging surrounding it is what got me like, what is happening here? <coughs> I'm sorry, my allergies are acting up. But um, I do think he's a loose cannon. I do think he's dangerous. I do think that he's in a very, very dangerous position right now where he's being outed. He's constantly trending on the blogs for uh, very taboo things such as sexuality and, and this, that, and the third. And now, ooh, child, he done gotten to 50 Cent's per, uh, purview. So now, you know, 50 Cent gonna be on him. And you know, 50 Cent don't give no fucks. So he's gonna, you know, turn this into a situation that I think is gonna blow it up. And it's gonna get, it's gonna get really, you know, violent, in my opinion. 
So I just feel like I say all that to say, um, I want to talk, I want to have a deeper conversation about the rap and hip hop community and just their, how they choose to deal with this. Even to this day, I'm, I'm just a little shocked that the way that it's being handled is, is reminiscent of 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And I'm like, I thought we kind of moved forward as a community and that we can at least be respectful if you're not going to be inclusive, if you're not going to be accepting. And uh, unfortunately, I guess I was naive in that manner. But I will say this. Y'all need to chill with um, these Benzino posts and stuff like that. Because you're you're stoking a fire that's about to get out of control. And I feel like at some point, the gossip has to kind of stop. And we have to kind of realize when this is turning into a beast. This is getting bigger than just gossip and just, you know, something to uh, to read and scroll in the afternoon. Like it's getting, it's getting tense. And I, and like I said, you know, God forbid, but I would not be surprised if this shit gets physical and somebody gets hurt behind it. So, um, just chill with how y'all are presenting this information, how y'all presenting, you know, these headlines or whatever. And if it's going to turn into 50 Cent bashing him, or, you know, and other people like that, don't even post that shit. You know, like, because it's irrelevant. We know niggas ain't fucking with it like that openly. So we get it. Um, but to keep posting it and, and, you know, aiding in his humiliation and his exposure and whatever the case may be, I don't think that that's a great idea. And I think you will have a hand in hurting somebody if you're going to do that. So uh, with that being said, I'm going to put a pin in this um, video and I do want to talk about it further, but expand it beyond Benzino. But I did want to give my thoughts on it. And um, I'm going to pray for him. I'm going to pray for homie. I'm going to pray for the trans community always. Uh, Shauna, you was fucked up for that. And, you know, karma's going to get you, girl. And, and when I say that, I don't say that like how other people say it. Like, almost like, oh, trans girls deserve to get their ass beat because they be exposing people. No, they don't deserve that. No one deserves that. But what I am saying is don't, it don't matter who you are. Don't, just don't engage in that type of behavior okay just don't because that's that's some shit that you don't want to get caught up in be responsible for whatever so that's it that's all i got for this chai chat episode thank you guys for tuning in once again um and i hope to check in with you guys later i'm still deciding on what i want to talk about i might just you know keep keep this conversation going or i might just jump into something else you know i'm random but yeah, enjoy your Friday. Bye.